Today, Sally is uh, going to take a look at border closures. We'll see what's happening there and, well, how they're faring. Uh, We're also going to look at some of the things that we can do holiday-wise locally and hopefully can do very soon in the future. Opening up more and more, plus the hot deals in the travel marketplace. On to a new RFM, we are talking travel and Sally Lucas. Uh, border closures, well, they're on again, off again, on again. They've been on for a very long time. So where are we at the moment? Where are we? Well, for the moment, so long as we all stay I guess pretty case-free is what everyone's sort of saying, isn't it? So long as your cases remain low and there's no more real spikes. Tasmania is going to reopen to us on November 2, um, and that's for uh, travels from New South Wales, of course. Um, but as of um, October 26, which isn't far away, the uh, other states, South Australia, West Australia, Queensland, Northern Territory, ACT, can also enter Tassie without quarantining. Um, the Northern Territory, of course, is already open um, for us as well. And so long as you're not in a hot spot anywhere, you're fine. Queensland, well, she, she has said November 1, but only if there's no community transmission in the southern state, she calls us, for 28 days. Um, so that reopened to the ACT. They were back in September, still closed, obviously, to Victoria. Western Australia just remains closed, period, to everybody. Um, okay. The, at one stage, they were accepting people from they were. Uh, South Australia and Tasmania, but they're not now. Not now. Yeah. And he's even saying that in the future, he won't let people into the state if they don't have a vaccine. I mean, for heaven's sake. Yeah, well. But that's not going to happen. We'll find. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway. See what happens yeah. as time goes on. Now, South Australia, we can go to, and which is where I'm heading next week, which will be lovely. And I can't wait to tell you all about it when I come back. Yeah. And Victoria, of course, remains closed, as we know. Um, New South Wales, of course, is open to all states except Victoria. Lord Howe reopens as well. Um, has reopened, should I say? Should I say? ACT is open and also Norfolk Island. Um, So there are places we can go. Definitely a good thing. And we're going to explore some of those those destinations, I suppose, or some of the things we can do locally. And by locally, we almost include New Zealand, don't we? I think we do. I think we have to include New Zealand in there. And plus to let people know that looks like we're going to have the cruise ships returning to our shores next year. Yes. They're going through very strict uh, protocols right around the world. Um, They have an international association they belong to. So they're working with governments and local authorities everywhere just to make sure that the health and safety of their guests and the communities they visit and the crew is a top priority. And they've actually, um, one of the companies has got a healthy sale panel and they've got a task force of globally recognised medical and scientific experts to develop recommendations for establishing these protocols within the travel industry so that everyone will know that cruising will be a safe thing to do. Mm. And I mm. guess that's the one good thing that came out of the horrible thing with Ruby Princess is now you know you're going to have you know lots of protocols in safe to make sure in place rather to make sure your cruising holiday is completely safe. Yes, um, that that as you say is a good thing to carry on into the future. We always want something good to come out of something bad, don't you? <laughs> the silver lining. The silver lining. We've always got to look like there is one. I think we always yes. have that attitude that there's always going to be a silver lining. There will be. We are talking travel. Sally Lucas and I and Sally uh, of course we had the news yesterday that yes. there's going to be a direct flight from Newcastle, Newcastle to, to Lord Howe Island. How wonderful. 
How is it, wonderful. Is it going every day? We think only weekly at the moment, but I guess it will depend on response, of course, too, as to how well people do, you know, take up the offer of having that opportunity to fly from here. And with the super... Uh, um, King Air Beechcraft that they're using. It's a very fast aircraft. It actually flies at not much lower than a normal jet. Oh, so it's actually a, a faster aircraft than the Dash 8, which goes out of Sydney, even though it takes less passengers. Okay, so it's going to be so, a pretty flight too. Yeah, so yes, aren't we lucky? Yeah, we are lucky. And yes, I just hope we good. get some more flights to other places out of yes. Newcastle. Go Newcastle. <laughs> anyway, um, now I'm not talking about Newcastle now, but I am talking about travelling locally. While we can't do much in the way of long haul at the moment, a lot of companies obviously are supporting local communities within Australia and New Zealand to help rebuild, recover, etc. And a lot of these are just little small getaways, which people are liking to do at the moment. They have these little long weekend breaks or little short breaks away. And there's some lovely ones that have come out through Intrepid, which is an adventure-based company, like Cycling Victoria's High Country from Beechworth to Bright. Um, oh, that's a lovely part of the world. Oh, too. Have you ever been down there when all the cyclists are down there? It's a real cycling paradise. Like I love, I love that area. I do. I can't wait for that part of Victoria to to open up again. It is spectacular. They do have a lot of rail trails. They've done very well in that. They do. Well, one of the trips they're doing is doing a rail trail, um, the High Country and the Murray to Mountains Rail Trail as well. So yeah, that that's a fabulous one. That that's a four day one. And they've also got the Cradle Mountain, of course, Overland Track, which is six days. The Larapinta Trail from Alice, or part of the Larapinta, obviously not the whole lot because it's quite long, but they're doing four sections of the Larapinta over five days. The Queensland Daintree, doing a lovely adventure too, through that tour rather through that coastal wilderness area there, which is just fantastic. Um, and, of course, Mosman Gorge is just so beautiful. Uh, again, with Victoria, once it reopens, the, the Yarra Valley. Um, there's a four-day exploring the hinterland of Byron Bay. And then in New Zealand, again, we've got the cycling, the New Zealand Otago Trail, um, the Bay of Fires. They're doing a wonderful four-day trip through the Bay of Fires, um, a three-day down to Wanaka, which is just the most gorgeous part of the South Island of New Zealand. It's just stunning. Um, and they're also doing a Queenstown Southern Loop, uh, which is six days, which is a wonderful trip on that one, going all the way from Queenstown and down through Fiordland National Park, of course, including Milford Sound and even down to Stuart Island. Um, and then they're also doing Blue Mountains in the Southern Highlands, mm. which is a four-day, a Whitsunday Islands Explorer, a six-day, a West Kimberley six-day, if we ever get to Western Australia. But, yes, yeah, so that's just so a range. Are, are all of those on bikes or are some no, of them on foot? It's a, it's a mix of bikes right. and walking. Yeah, some mm -hmm. are cycling, some are walking. Yes, yeah, so it is a mix. So that's something lovely. Now, here's my little surprise package for you for today. Guess what you can do in April to June next year? Everyone's got their thinking caps on and just wondering, what am I going to tell them? The Southern Lights by Flight. So, Jimu mm. Adventures have hired a Dreamliner, Qantas, to head over the Southern Ocean toward Antarctica so you can have an uninterrupted view of the Aurora Australis. Oh, that would be amazing. Wow, fantastic. So you can get a business and economy class and they have on board um, an astrophysicist uh, and he hunts down auroras. Isn't that interesting? Dr. Ian Griffin and a team of expert astronomers have helped put these trips together for you as 
as well. And they take you far away, of course, from the light pollution where you'll drift high above the clouds and weather systems to see that magical display of the southern lights. They're also having photographic experts on board because a phone cannot capture um, those lights, whether they're Australis or North Borealis, uh, and how to photograph an aurora, and they have a photographer on board to assist you on how best to use your cameras. Oh, a bit of advice as well. Yeah, so these flights will be departing between April and, and June next year, and um, if, for example, though something happens that it doesn't operate or whatever, you can transfer to an alternative date at no extra cost, subject to availability, and also receive a full refund, excluding as just a $75 per person administration fee. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's this has been fantastic. So the duration of the flight will vary between 10 and 13 13 hours, depending on which airport you're leaving from, because it's leaving from a few different airports, Um, Sydney, Melbourne, Perth, Brisbane, all being well. That's that's the plan anyway. And, of course, you're getting everything included on board, your meals, your drinks, everything, and you do the rotation seating if you're in economy class so everyone gets an opportunity. Um, Full bar service on board. Um, Yeah, look, it would just be a, a wonderful, wonderful thing to do. We can't go anywhere else very far at the moment moment but wow we could do that and what an experience that would be that's sort of a flight to nowhere isn't it (laughs) It a a flight back where you started but with plenty to see on the way exactly no so keep that in mind if you're thinking of doing something in that part of next year first half of next year to nurfm your station we are talking travel and sally lucas we're up to Hot deals time. What's around at the moment in the travel marketplace? Well, seeing as we are talking these local experiences, Jane, as I said to you, they do vary from, from walking to camping to accommodating to cycling. So there's a whole range. And just to give you an idea, we were talking about Victoria's high country, a couple of different cycling holidays you can do there. They start from around about $1,170. So, you know, they're, they're good value for money on a per daily basis. Um, your New Zealand ones, your little three-day Wanaka start, from just over $1,200. So there's, there's a range of different... Uh, it, it prices will vary on the duration of each trip and what's included, of course. Okay, so that's just to give you an idea. Um, now, Seven Spirit Bay, I don't know whether you've ever been there, Jane, but that is the most beautiful place. I know you've loved it. Oh, that's stunning. Well, it's actually been just... Where, where is it again? It's on the Coburg Peninsula in Northern Territory. So right up right the up top. The top mm-hmm. Right up the top. Right up the top as far as you can go. Um, so they've got a stay for pay seven at seven spirit bay and it's really a magnificent wilderness lodge right we just said at the top of the top end stay four pay seven stay four pay three at seven spirit bay <laughs> right seven spirit stay okay. four I'll pay three at seven spirit bay yeah so they had a, a transfer it's been taking them uh, three years to do this transformation and redo the whole resort uh, we stayed this quite some years ago and it was close for quite a while. They call their villas Habitat Villas and it's all amongst wonderful tropical rainforest and you can go fishing and I can remember we were feeding sharks off the end of the jetty and they were jumping out, oh my god and I actually caught the biggest fish I've ever caught there and then when the rays come in and the late sunset and they're all flapping in the shallows you just see these beautiful rays and I mean it's just exquisite, I mean the cuisine was wonderful, I'm sure it still will be and you can do like unique four wheel drive adventures and safaris and everything so it is a very special place to go if you've never been there so that's just something that's worth considering and we did mention cruising Jane and 
all the different cruise companies have come out this week, uh, Royal Caribbean, um, Norwegian Cruise Line, they're all coming down here, Carnival, um, you know, doing their cruises. They've all got some great offers, you know, where you might be booking for next year with all relaxed fees. Again, you'll get a full cruise credit if the cruise can't operate and there's reduced deposits and, you know, everything's more flexible. So you can at least start to try and maybe commit to doing something in the you know, part of 2021 or 22. And they've got lots of different lovely offers available, you know, with reductions and you know, special early payments and lots of extra inclusions. So, and of course, the cruise companies realise just what a good uh, a good area we are. How much we well, love our cruising. We do, and I mean, it is such a beautiful area when you think about what even we're surrounded by. Like not just our own country, but if you're popping up into New Guinea or down into New Zealand or any of this close Pacific area to us, with some stunning areas like New Caledonia, with the largest lagoon in the world that's stunning to sail down, which we've done, which is just magnificent in a yacht, you know, not in a cruise ship. But, you know, it's it's just some of the most beautiful scenery you'll see in and around our own country and our nearby neighbours. So it'd be nice to see us all being able to open up and explore these areas yet again. And that's what some of these cruise ships are hoping to make possible. Yeah, and we'll have a lot more down here than we normally have because, you know, Europe's probably not going to open for, for quite a while. And, they're, you know, they're saying even with us here, like allowing irregular international flights back in, not bringing our, our wonderful, you know, people back home. But it could be the second half of next year before, you know, we return to any sort of half normal even. Half normal international, international travel. travel mm. and, but it's more likely to take a couple of years really before it all becomes mm. like 2019 again. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Oh, well. But well, we can dream. We can we dream. Like we can plan. Dreaming. Yeah, <laughs> and there's still things we can do close to home. So Excellent. all is not lost. <laughs> Thank you, Sally Lucas. Thanks, Jane. And we will talk travel again next Friday after the one o'clock news on 2NURFM. Thanks for listening to this podcast from 2NURFM at the University of Newcastle. Topics range from gardening to health, well-being, pet care, finance, business and travel. You'll find them all at 2NURFM.com.